Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Katie, and I'm joined by Bonnie and Leah talking about our one cool inspirational gal. Bonnie already told us about Ada Lovelace, but before we dive back in, Leah is going to tell us about what's on Gal's Guide calendar for this week. I am. So for week three, the week of January 23rd through the 29th, on Wednesdays we write. So join us at the Gal's Guide Library on Wednesday at 4.30 for your time to sit and write and connect with other writers. On January 26th, book club is meeting and we're going to be talking about the purpose of power. The power of purpose. But I think it's actually the purpose of power. <laughs> it is the, oh, it's the purpose of power. Yeah, there we go. Oh, oh there I we was go. like, you wrote it right I here. I wrote it. You wrote it wrong. in the script. <laughs> I did. The script is well, totally good thing wrong. we meet in the library that's displaying all the copies we I have know, right? of this month's book club book. Exactly. It's an okay. amazing book. So uh, it's by Alicia Garza. And Alicia is one of the co-founders of the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm -hmm. And her book is an essential guide in building movements that address the challenges of our time. And right? I'm so excited We're to read this. We're laying out a blueprint. I love this. So uh, book club meets on Zoom. So register at bookclub.org. Uh, book register it for book club at galsguide.org. Woohoo! I love beer. Okay, so <laughs> start, we're going to be starting a new club on January 29th, and it is Tara Circle. So this online sangha, sangha means community, focuses on the sacred feminine side of Buddhism, and everyone is welcome. So it'll be on Tara Days to add to that kind of auspiciousness. So register so you get the Zoom link and check out all of our calendar events on galsguide.org. What time is the Tara Circle going to be? It's going to be uh, at 10 a.m. online. Okay, thought yep exactly I, so. I was just thinking like we have all these clubs now it makes me think of high school when you could like, right. get out of the classroom in it because you had yes. a club meeting to i got a club meeting so i've got to go just tell work like i'm gonna have to step out at yes 10 i think so so i can yeah. go to my I got club, a club meeting mm -hmm. yep and no it's where all the cool kids are gonna be to try to use it at your work yes i think mm -hmm. so i think right. it's a pass and then you just say it's a gals god club you wouldn't understand mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I need this need this to get through my day <laughs> perfect yes exactly <laughs> well, before i introduce my inspirational gal yes. i have a question for you all okay and i feel like it's good for this time of year because i mean i don't know maybe some people are strong and they're not i don't know i think everybody reflects on the year yeah. past and oh, the yeah. year start like their closure new and, start yeah, yeah their goals um although i saw a lot of cool stuff this year about you know this year be who you are, not yes. change who you are. Right. However, there's nothing wrong with saying, I have some goals for this year and yeah. this is mm -hmm. how I'm going to kick ass. I want to be a better person in this particular area. Right, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. So I want to know, what advice would you give somebody starting out, just in any field, any situation, just starting out, doing something that inspires them? What advice do you have? Gotcha. Do you want me to go first? Because I do have my go-to advice. <gasps> I have one. Oh, go for it. Yes, yes. It's... um. For someone starting out, like doing like artwork, mm -hmm. or I've been looking into doing like YouTube stuff, um, it's just to just do it. Yes. Like just get going. Like don't worry mm -hmm. about like, oh, it might not be good. Or like the more you do it, the better you're going to get. Yeah. So, you know, if you start earlier rather than having anxiety about like worrying about it and maybe it not being good, mm -hmm. just, just do it. Yes. 
Don't yes, you Shia LaBeouf. Get started. Yes. <laughs> like if you know. Don't if, you love those photos online? Sorry, Bonnie. Of the art where people have like, this is me four years mm-hmm. ago when I drew, and this is me yeah. today, mm-hmm. and seeing mm-hmm. like what they've learned and taught themselves mm-hmm. and their progression. I love those. It goes yeah. fast. Mm-hmm. The more you do, mm-hmm. the more you get confident in it and you get, you know, closer to what your vision is. Forget what it is. Is there someone said that like it takes like a thousand hours of 10,000 hours? Yeah. Malcolm Gladwell. I love Malcolm Gladwell. Uh, he wrote a book about what the dog saw. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> was it another dog's butt? I don't know. I didn't finish all of oh. it, but there's oh. another one about 10,000 hours, and that one no. I did read. <laughs> um, for me, my advice is, and it comes from like personal experience of don't worry what other people are thinking of you, mm. because odds are nobody is thinking about you in the sense of what if I try this and fail? You know what I mean? What if I disappoint people or any? What if mm. people don't like the new me? Most people are so busy working their own crap, (laughs) they're not thinking about you. Mm -hmm. So if you are being held back by the opinion of others that are not in your circle, don't. Because Mm -hmm. it's not even worth that, like, rent space in your head. Because just do the thing. (laughs) Like Bonnie was saying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That would be mine. What would be yours, Katie? I think I would say... Find people that are excited about the things you're excited about. Oh, that's a good and one. And yeah. I tend to be like, I want to be at home. I'm not real peoply all the time. Right, yeah. So now that we have the internet, too, mm-hmm. that can be somebody online that inspires you. Somebody that has a YouTube video like yeah. Bonnie is working on or somebody mm-hmm. that's, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I didn't know how to cook when I went away to college. We didn't cook that much at my house growing up. So the Food Network became oh, yeah. my resource and go-to mm-hmm. to, to learn and absorb all of that. So, you know, yeah. find your space, find your people, um, mm-hmm. and, and get excited about what you want to do. I would say that definitely circles back to mm-hmm. how this library exists. Because I had the idea. First, I went to you, Katie. And I said, is this idea crazy? I think you said it wasn't crazy, but I still felt like it was crazy. No. But you were like, do it, do it. Yeah. And then I went to Bonnie. Bonnie was the second person I told about this. And I think Bonnie did say, yeah, it is kind of crazy, <laughs> but let's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, there you, okay, Bonnie was like, no, totally do it. So it was that idea, just that idea. And it was having that circle of support that is just like, wow, let's just try this. And oh my gosh, we're sitting in a library with like 5,500 books. <laughs> It's beautiful. Right? I'm just it up how Katie's like, you know, oh, I like surround yourself with people. I like to be at home. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> Away from people. There's ways you surround yourself people. with people without yes. surrounding yourself. That's why Book right. Club is still on Zoom. Right, exactly. <laughs> I yes. love all you all over Zoom. I yes. love you guys in person, too. I just don't love but leaving But Zoom is much better. Home. It's easier to love it's you on Zoom. Pajama. I'm wearing my pajamas right now. Just Queen so do everybody it. knows that out yeah. there. Mm-hmm. We had people over on New Year's. Eve and our theme was pajama party. Oh, nice. Yes. And they had to come to me. I'm kind of selfish like that. That is perfect. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're going to people, surround yourself with people, you're like, those people may be your dogs. Yes, exactly. Yes. Never underestimate the power of the people being your dogs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they will give you positive feedback and reinforcement, especially if there's bacon <laughs> or treats of some say, kind. My <laughs> dogs this week have been working on learning shake, but for some reason I call it paw. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And now they know Just the to word mix it up. training. So I'm like, do you want to do your training? Like, we're going to go do your special homework. 
And yeah, I've been finding a lot of joy in that. So yes. find your joy and inspiration, everyone. I like it. Absolutely. So. Well, who do you have for us? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. A yes. very, very yeah. amazing, yeah. famous legend. Legendary. Mm-hmm. Yes, we're going to be talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yay, we're going to talk about my cat. Yes, exactly. Your Sorry, cat. she's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, nice. <laughs> Small distinction. Exactly. But an homage and an inspiration. Absolutely. Sweet. I love her. (laughs) Do you guys have any RBG like gear, shirts, jewelry? Like I want to hear about it. I have Bonnie's artwork Mm -hmm. of RBG with the uh the collar, the when they are nine, and Mm -hmm. the yeah. What is it? The ladies need to be in situations where decisions are being made. Is Mm -hmm. it that one? Uh the one I have is um Fight for the things that you care yes. about, but do it in a way that'll lead others to join you. Yes. Mm-hmm. With her descent collar. Mm-hmm. And then I've got the other one that just says, when there are nine. Yeah. Okay, we need that I have in both, the and show badass. art. Too, yes. Or the show mm-hmm. notes. Yes, the show notes. Yes. Get on that it. in there, too. All yes. Bonnie art. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they're also available as stickers and yes. prints and postcards. So get yours. Exactly. So I have some I have some Bonnie postcards. Yep. Um I also have the descent collar earrings, like they're studs. Oh yes. I don't nice. get to wear them very often because my ears get weird with mm. earrings. But gotcha. I love them. Yes. Them. It was just like the the most fun, most inspiring kind of I don't know, I don't want to call it a movement, but like just everybody embracing how she became the dissenter yeah. on the mm-hmm. court mm-hmm. and was speaking for the people, the people yeah. in their right minds. Right. And care about 90s. others. And yeah. <laughs> right. This little tiny Jewish woman. She's so tiny. <laughs> she is pocket size. Yeah. Pint size. She's <laughs> adorable. So cute. Um, actually, to prepare for this, I watched for the second time the RBG mm-hmm. documentary yes. called RBG. It's a great documentary. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend it? Oh, highly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I was going to say, like, it's worth it just to get a feel for who she is and her personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just wanted to watch on repeat her laughing at her, the portrayal of herself <laughs> yes. on SNL. Yeah. Like Kate McKenna. Like her little giggles about it. And she... <laughs> she has a great delighted. sense of humor. She does. And yeah. she's, she can see beyond herself. You know what I mean? But then it... Yeah. It, yeah. No, it's hilarious. <laughs> no. She's she's so funny. I, I think in the documentary, even some of her co-workers associates people were saying that she even sent them the notorious rbg t-shirts yes mm-hmm. <laughs> they shows the one guy I, I can't remember who he is now and he's in it but yeah i know she's and then so one thing through reading about her and mm-hmm. watching that movie is she is i'm just a low energy person i think because she's mm. exhausting she is they talk yeah. about her burning the candle at both ends yeah. mm-hmm. like in the in the documentary you get to see her working so hard all mm-hmm. the things she's engaged in her love for the opera that she's yeah. working out you know many people that have worked with her and her family talk about how she'll work until 4 a.m yeah oh my god she, mm-hmm. she ran on like three or four hours of sleep a night and i'm like yeah. so jealous i'm like i got so much shit <laughs> right i want to do <laughs> yep but i need the sleep yeah mike myers has that same thing too he doesn't sleep many hours when he's working on a project he'll just sleep for a couple hours and then get right back to that and i'm like i'm, I'm kind of jealous of it too but at the same time it's like but i do love my sleep <laughs> I, I, I took a nap this afternoon <laughs> oh, yes. so that's the dream i also worked at no label this morning so i was oh, 
logistics. Like, so you were up super early. Yeah. Old body's not used to standing and baking for all this. But but no, she's she's an inspiration and just what was it in her, in the video where her trainer talks about how she's a cyborg and by that he means like she's just like a machine. Machine. She mm-hmm. just oof. Yeah, it's amazing. Tap into just a tiny bit of that. I know, right? To have a fraction right? of that. People talk mm-hmm. about how like you want some of kids or toddlers' energy. I just want some of <laughs> mm-hmm. Ruth's energy. Yes, yeah. yeah Ruth's energy <laughs> at ninety. Just a little bit of that. I loved her <laughs> friends talking about how like we can't even get up off the floor or, or yeah. get down there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you see her doing her just push-ups in it. Wait. Uh huh. <laughs> yes, I also loved when there's a little clip in the film her talking about the notorious RBG. Yeah, uh-huh. and how she's aware that it's referenced to the notorious notorious BIG. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And she's like, and I, people ask, "Is that weird for you?" And she's like, "Well, no, of course not. We actually have a lot in common." Yes, and gets the laughs. It's awesome. <laughs> she said, "We both mm-hmm. were born and grew up in Brooklyn, New York." Brooklyn, and Brooklyn, Brooklyn. always gets a lot of shout outs too. When you know when yeah. she says that, it's like what a minute they're both from brooklyn, brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yep. but she was born in 1933 in brooklyn um her family um she's very close to her mom mm-hmm. so she had an older sister but her older sister died when she was just a baby like mm-hmm. when ruth was a baby mm-hmm. um but her older sister had given her a nickname when she was in mommy's tummy that was like kiki i think oh, yeah, so she went yeah. by that for a long time um you know growing up and in her her youth Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, her mom was just this very smart lady that didn't wasn't able to continue her education like she wanted to. So she mm-hmm. was one of those moms that was like, I want that for my daughter. Yeah, if she wants nice. that. I want that for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, in RBG, they talk about, she says her mom's advice to her, she told her two things. She said, number one, be a lady. Mm-hmm. And yeah. by that she meant was, you know, don't react with anger. Don't waste your time, you know, with that kind of fury. Mm-hmm. But But find a way to... Persuade, yeah, like you know, remain cool and detached. Probably mm-hmm. because we've talked about it here on the show before. Like people want to say women are emotional, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we have to take a step back, and we have to be that cool, analytical. You know, I'm yeah. gonna top you with my intelligence right. because you're yes. not gonna respond to my rage, which is entirely justified, right? Exactly. Said, be a lady, mm-hmm. and she said number two was be independent. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That was very cool. Brilliant advice, and um. <laughs> I don't know. Did you know that? Well, you guys watch documentaries. So yes. You know that when Ruth, her mom, um, struggled, battled cancer while Ruth was in high school yeah. and died the day before Ruth's high school graduation. Mm-hmm. That's just tragic, I right? I know. So close to, you know, that education. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's high school. It would have been different. It was college and a master's and stuff like that. But yeah. still the high school. And I mean, so can young. you think of like when you're high school, when you're graduating, oh like if gosh, one of your yeah. parents died, mm-hmm. it's like, no. <laughs> Yeah. yeah but she certainly did her mom proud absolutely above and beyond 100 percent. Um, so after graduating she went to cornell university cornell you know that undergraduate. small, yeah. small lawyer right. school mm-hmm. <laughs> andy menard went there what i think andy menard went there oh, oh. So this is a cornell cornell oh. man from oh. the office oh yeah. look at that nice. i went to cornell he's in the I acapella group <laughs> While she was there, she met her future husband, um, Martin Ginsburg. Marty! Marty. He's featured in RBG and is just adorable. Their relationship is so sweet. He was like the jokey, outgoing one, and she was the more reserved, quiet of the Mm -hmm. two, but loved his humor. So funny. They're so sweet together. Mm -hmm. Um, And I want to say, talking about the energy and not running on any sleep. 
um, after she did get her undergraduate, they got married and mm-hmm. they had two children. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when she went on to pursue her law degree, yeah. she was taking care of her two children. And also at that time, Martin was battling cancer. Yeah. So she was taking care two of her young children, babies and, her husband with cancer, yeah. and doing her schooling. Mm-hmm. That's a lot all at once. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's probably where she started lacking sleep. Yeah. <laughs> right. However... During that time, Mm -hmm. not only did she go to law school, she Mm -hmm. excelled at law school, top of her class. Um, Mm -hmm. She was the first person to be on both the Harvard and the Columbia Law Reviews. So those are the student-run journals. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're both both super, super hard and girls on both. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. First person to be on both male or female. Yeah. So it was... It was super cool. But mm-hmm. but through all of this, you think somebody would just be cheering and be like, oh, wow, she's mm-hmm. such a badass. She's doing amazing. Mm-hmm. No, because she was, you know, she was the first lady. of her kind. She was a lady. Yeah. They didn't have these spots for women. They didn't mm-hmm. want women in these spots. Um, mm-hmm. And she faced a lot of sexism in her life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she said at one point, um, she I think that the story was related um, when she was embracing the Me Too movement. Mm-hmm. But she said that one of her professors at I think it was Harvard. One of her professors Whoa. offered to give her um, the answers of to a test in exchange for sex. Oh my Ooh. gosh! Yeah, she said, first of all, like she needed it. Second right. of all, ew. <laughs> right. My you know, goodness. She, okay, she doesn't say which if this is undergrad or her law school. Okay, um, I don't see the context for that. But apparently, she went to his office and, like, you know said how dare you how dare you do this like just right. give him an earful so and that was the end of it she said oh there you go sweet so. i think there was one of like she went somewhere like she was in school and they were like something about like uh defend why you know you should be here instead of a man yes. something like that. why are you taking this seat that could, could be for a man mm-hmm. that was at harvard yeah or not harvard that was at cornell Club. i think yeah it was she early on. I know, right? Exactly. One of these fancy. It was one of her, I yeah, believe. like first couple of weeks of mm-hmm. school, and it was you know they had first let ladies in, and now it's like prove why yeah. you need to be here other than mm-hmm. a dude. And I'm like, oh, so I could be wrong, <laughs> but I don't think she started her career thinking you know she would become this door opener, this mm-hmm. gla- glass, glass ceiling mm-hmm. smasher. Right, yeah. But just her own personal experiences, she's mm-hmm. like, this isn't right, and she had an aptitude for the law and a passion mm-hmm. for it, and she yeah. saw that as her avenue to pursue. Change change for women yeah they needed legal protections Mm -hmm. to prevent these things from happening to them yeah um so after she graduated with her law degree and was looking for somewhere to work guess Mm -hmm. what nobody was hiring women Mm -hmm. right weird huh Mm, yeah even though she's this genius badass Mm -hmm. with all top of her class yes Mm -hmm. no one would hire her yeah so she became the second law professor ever at rutgers nice um also a good school right Mm -hmm. right um, while she was there, I, I didn't realize this, um, but she also had to fight the university for equal pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While she was there, it was, <laughs> I hadn't heard that yeah. part of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but when the Equal Pay Act was passed, um, they took suit against uh, Rutgers to get the same pay as their. See, as their male counterparts. Mm hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, I highlighted the quote. She said she went to the dean to ask, you know, like, why am I not being paid equally? Yeah. And the dean said, Ruth, <clears throat> um, he, she said, as compared to her coworker. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he yeah. said, Ruth, he has a wife and two children to support. You have a husband and a good paying job in, with a good paying job in mm-hmm. New York. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you it don't is. Need it? You got a husband to take care of mm-hmm. you, right? Exactly. It's not but about you're need it. doing mm-hmm. the same work. You deserve it. You earned it. Yeah. It's yours. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So while she was at Rutgers, she also had like her students encouraging and requesting this um the study of women in law from her yeah yeah um, so she started teaching a seminar and then um co-founded the first law journal on women's rights yes. called the women's right law reporter mm-hmm. so and it is still being published at rutgers law school oh nice look at that yep. well it's um, got a good start to it you know i mean if rbg started it then right? keep it going <laughs> Uh, she did move on to teach at Columbia, and yeah. she became the first tenured female law professor at Columbia. Sweet. Um, her daughter actually eventually worked at Columbia, oh. so they were probably one of the only mother daughters to you know be law professors Aww. at a university. I love her kids too. Mm-hmm. By the way, they're in the documentary. Oh my oh, god, I they're know. adorable. And her her granddaughter was super sweet too. Yes. yes. And so while she's doing all of her, all of these things, yes, right. she also co-founded the Women's Rights Project at the ACLU. Yes. And it was through then that she was able to, um, she, she was, uh, I want to say volunteer, but she worked like pro bono for them. Yes, because the ACLU, mm -hmm. you don't get paid for the work that you do, but it's really important work. Mm -hmm. And it's usually people who can't pay a lawyer, but have a really big, important case. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, during that time, she took up the mantle of litigating gender inequality cases, um, and her strategy was to do measured, conservative baby steps, tackling one law at a time. Yeah. Um, She thought radical change would be... Too much. Right. And it would be fought down and crushed right away. After her first case she fought against the Supreme Court, she just saw that they weren't engaged with her. They weren't listening. They weren't open Mm. to it yet. Yeah. So another really cool strategy was she took on a lot of cases that were actually for men. I love that strategy. That were being discriminated Mm. by the law. And it was, if this is ridiculous to discriminate against this man, it's also just as ridiculous when it happens to a woman. And it was, the cases were so interesting uh, that happened to men. (laughs) And they're all... I mean, not detailed, like very specific, but they're all Mm -hmm. mentioned and talked about in the RBG documentary. So if you Mm -hmm. want like a little Mm -hmm. rundown of that. So she argued six cases against the Supreme Court and won five. Sweet. Isn't that awesome? It's pretty good odds. I mean, Supreme Supreme Court cases are are the difficults. (laughs) And that's just her working for the ACLU. Yeah. That's not even talking about the cases and the impact she's had in law as a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Definitely watch the movie so you can understand mm-hmm. the full impact mm-hmm. she's had on the rights we all, I, I don't want to say take for granted, but we don't always double think them. Right. Not yeah. That women aren't still basing, or, you know, facing sexism and discrimination mm-hmm. in workplaces and stuff like yeah. that. But I think we don't think what recourse do we have because we know the law is there. Mm-hmm. Right. Granted, we can't all take up a lawsuit when something's happened right. there's limitations but you know it, it feels good to know there is that yeah mm-hmm. the that world basis. is definitely a little bit better because rbg oh, yeah. fought for women mm-hmm. um you know uh as best as possible mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um she was the first female jewish supreme court justice mm-hmm. Woohoo! the second female justice mm-hmm. Um, she was appointed in 1980 uh, to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the D.C. Circuit. Mm-hmm. And then it was Bill Clinton that appointed her to the Supreme Court in 1993. Yes. So, and oh, I loved all the clips from her. Um, what do they call that? The appointment interviews the mm-hmm. in front of Congress? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> the big press junket you got to mm-hmm. do. <laughs> right. Um, 
And then this is a great quote for her too. And and Bonnie used it in her arts. The I'm sometimes asked when there will be enough women mm-hmm. on the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And when I say when there are nine, people are shocked. Mm-hmm. But there'd been nine men and nobody ever raised a question mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so when there are nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I dig um, it. I'm not going to get into all of her impassioned descents. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we all can visualize in her mind her little descent collar and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely check it out on the RBG documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, just randomly showing, sharing some trivia because I didn't know this one. Yeah. Um, she was the... First justice to officiate a same-sex marriage. Oh, nice. Yes. At the uh, Kennedy Center. She married Michael K or Michael M. Kayser to economist. (laughs) Words are so hard. I'll send John (laughs) Roberts. Oh, Mm. gotcha. Yay. Um, I already told you about how they were the first mother-daughter to teach on the same faculty together. Right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And as you all know, she's the only Supreme Court justice to become a pop uh, culture icon. Mm -hmm. I know, right? I mean, you could tell Scalia was trying. No, I'm just kidding. No, Scalia was an ass. (laughs) You know, I had mixed feelings on the detailing of their friendship and that RBG thing. I was like, (laughs) I guess that's cool. I think she either humored him or didn't didn't fight with him and so because she didn't fight with him and everybody else did because he was kind of ridiculous and in quite a few things that it's like well they must be best of friends and it's yeah. like no she's just not she's playing his just game a sweet lady i mean she's fiery too but she's yeah. probably just like and, and like they're co-workers you yes have to have even oh i would struggle you're stuck with, with this position arguing to law and all of that yeah. against people with radically different views than me i yeah. would be like oh uh-huh. Mm, probably have blood pressure problems within the <laughs> first week. Um, right. But I think she was just very legally, coolly minded and realized, like, yeah. you know. Of what's the I'm law? A, How do you yeah. prove the law? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. She, just like. It's a badass. She has a. Uh, the definition of what a hot dog is doesn't she Monica? <gasps> yes i pulled Apparently. it up okay okay all right go ahead yes 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 okay all right good that was how i was gonna end because this has been a question here on this show it is it's been a revolving yeah. question is a hot dog a sandwich yeah. is the, so the question in 2018 yes. yeah. on the late show with stephen colbert yeah uh-huh <laughs> the, the the supreme justice of our times yes. ruled yeah. that a hot dog is indeed a yeah. sandwich. By Stephen Colbert's definition, definition of what true. a sandwich is. Yeah, and he said a Colbert's piece definition. of meat between two bread-like substances. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, then by your definition of a sandwich, a hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> Bonnie, are you okay with this? It's very exciting. I'm going to okay. have to make like a little sticker or something. <laughs> it's a hot dog is now a sandwich. Our RBG approved. <laughs> RBG approved. Hot dog is a sandwich. <laughs> It is funny, the things that circle back around on the Gals Guide podcast, and that does uh, tend to be one of them. Mm. (laughs) On that note, are you guys ready for me to close it up? Yes! Thank you for telling us about RBG. I loved that she was a person who did not like small talk. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and like I don't enjoy small talk either, and like, but I don't want to be rude, Mm -hmm. but like. I don't care what the weather is outside. Like, I don't. And, like, you know, I'm doing art fairs and I'll, I'll mm-hmm. say hello. And oh, I'll be yeah. like, oh, how are you? I'll be just be like, I'm fine. Like, I don't want to ask how you are because then you're just going to say fine. Like, just, just skip over it. Right, like, right. Mm-hmm. It's just, just, <laughs> this conversation's going nowhere. 
I would like to just skip it. <laughs> Perfect. She had um, an interview with someone where she was given a story. I don't remember if it was in the documentary or not, where she, uh, being a, a parent, kept getting calls about, you know, picking up her son or something because he's sick or causing uh, trouble. Yep. And she was like, you know... <laughs> He has two parents. <laughs> oh, nice! Mm -hmm. Why don't you give him a call? Yeah, and like oh, he's at work. She's like, so am I. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And they call never called her again. <laughs> <laughs> Took care of that. Brilliant. <laughs> I love in like her descents and stuff. Her like default pronouns when she's talking about like a person that doesn't even necessarily like exist. Mm -hmm. It's she. Oh, and I love like that's been like one of my. Nice. I'm like I need to get to that where I'm like default whenever. Right. You know. Yes. It's not his or his and her or it's guys. Her. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think the default should be gal, but no. then again, I'm a little partial no. <laughs> to the idea of uh, a gal who guides. <laughs> and her her book, the in her own words, is yes. really good, and oh, it's yeah. also available. It it's available on audiobook too gotcha does she the... read it or no on audiobook um i don't think her ha she has would have had time i'm not right. sure she reads it but they do when they do uh clips of her quick. like when they're quoting her descents they are playing oh. the audio oh nice from her descent because those are in public domain those are yeah those are government um uh government information I think maybe so there's something oh, nice. like uh, the forward or something okay gotcha or something we do have that book at the library we also have the notorious rbg book uh at the at the library as well so which is a gorgeous picture book. <laughs> no, I remember we were on a Zoom oh, call yes. for the for um, another library. It we was the something. director uh, directed by Women mm -hmm. Month, and we were talking uh, via Zoom. Yeah, to another I library. Saw it come across my phone. Uh huh. And I'm just sitting there, like trying not to interrupt the thing. Yeah. Like, oh my. We had to acknowledge it. Like, we were in the middle of a live show. It was a live Gals Guide show. And we just kind of had to lean in and acknowledge that RBG just died, yeah. you know? And that it was just... Still in denial. I didn't... I, I just know, realized right? I didn't say that part. I yeah. said when she was born, but I was like... She passed away. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, the reason why my cat is named RBG is for a variety of reasons. But the main reason is we had finished watching the documentary when Josh came home with an all-black cat. <laughs> and it kind of felt like it was one of her robes you know what i mean it just and the cat did end up dissenting over her own collar mm -hmm. um and eating the internet within the first week we had her so we're like you know what that little that little yes. nickname spirit right there is very descending <laughs> fiery little kitten yes exactly that doesn't <laughs> like an internet <laughs> We had to show it basically the kitten to the AT&T guy because we had AT&T at the time. And we're like, can you? She broke it. Don't charge us, please. Look at how cute. And they're like, she's so cute. We won't charge you to fix the wires that she ate. Nice strategy. <laughs> yes. She was adorable. I mean, she would get anything. <laughs> Yeah, she she uses she's even chewed up some of the yeah my microphone, microphone covers has little holes in it from RBG. She wants to be a podcaster, I think. You know, when she grows up, so tell you need the internet for that. Yeah, it's been a it's been a long road. <laughs> Sweet, but did you want to wrap us up uh, with sure. the RBG? Yeah, I'm glad that Bonnie awesomeness. shared her extra thoughts yes, info because exactly. Yeah. Because she's awesome. <laughs> Very much so. Well, that wraps it up for us this week. Join us next week for another cool woman of history as Gal's Guide podcast continues. Thanks for listening.
For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening.